0: Hello, and thanks for joining us once again for the Inspire, Create, and Shine podcast, where we discuss life, love, literature, and the arts from a Christian perspective. This is your host, Melanie D. from com. Stay tuned for our next episode. Hey, y'all, it's Melanie. Hope you all are having a great day. Um, There comes a time every now and again where I feel the need to revisit a certain topic or subject matter um, based on things that I experienced or something that someone around me experienced or something that was said or triggered me in some way that I feel like um, it's just necessary to share yet again. So sometimes I'll share quotes. Sometimes I'll share old videos I'll share old things that I've shared before and so here is yet another example of me revisiting an old episode um, from my podcast I believe the first year that I started doing this podcast I believe in 2021 I think um, is probably when this um, when this episode originally aired it's called Kings and Queens and the value of one so stay tuned For this important episode that has become, surprisingly, one of my highest rated episodes. By the way, it is an abridged version. If you want to hear the entire episode, um, scroll back through my episodes from the past. Um, Anywhere up podcasts are found. I'm currently um, on some of the major ones right now. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and, of course, my website, MelanieDVAuthor.com. Just go back through there, scroll through. The name of the podcast is Inspire, Create, Shine by Melanie D. Thank you so much for supporting me and continuing to listen and be faithful supporters. If you aren't already um, a follower, please find my podcast on there on Spotify specifically and follow me so that you can stay abreast of when any new episodes come out. You can also download episodes if you follow me on Spotify so you can listen to them later. Say them on your phone when you're not online. All right. Thanks again. Stay tuned and enjoy. I came across this verse again today um, that I wanted to share with you all like i say um whenever i'm giving somebody else encouragement i'm encouraging myself as well so it comes from first peter chapter 2 verse 9 and i'm reading from the um, english standard version um which i prefer next to the king james version because it's it's very easy to um for the average person to understand it's, the language is more clear so i'm going to read that version here we go You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And this is basically talking about the fact that God's people are chosen people. We are royal people. We are holy people, meaning... We are set apart and we have this sacredness about us. This, this goddess-like, this queenly-like, this kingly-like, um, reverential <laughs> quality about us. We are a people that is God's own possession, so we belong to him. We don't belong to ourselves, so we can't just, you know, um, you know how people often tell you, uh, that your destiny is in your hands and you could decide um, you know the path that you take and it is true that God does give us free will and we are making decisions but we're basically walking out something that God already put into place before the foundation of the world we may not realize it we might even think we're the ones making the decisions but actually God is orchestrating us He's leading us, he's guiding us, he's putting people in our path, he's putting opportunities in our path. You know, one way or another, he's gonna get us to the destination that he intended for us. Now, when you're in the dark and you're living in a state of darkness, darkness, whether it's literal or figurative, think about it. I mean, what is it like when you're in the dark? You can't see, or you're blind, or you don't know where you're going. Uh, when, When it's dark, you might be fearful. When it's dark, you don't know what to do next. When it's dark, you feel lost and confused. When you're lost, you might feel depressed and down. But what does the light do? Think about when you're in your bedroom and the curtains are drawn and the morning comes and you open up those blinds and in comes sunlight, this beautiful sunshine, God's sunlight comes through the window into your room the room is illuminated. Think about what that does to the environment. It transforms the atmosphere. You could be feeling down in the dumps and open your blinds and let some light in and the atmosphere transforms. It may not suddenly shift how you feel but it's going to change the atmosphere no longer dark. Now you can see. You can feel the warmth. And when you're walking figuratively in the light, now you know where you're going. You know who you are. You have clarity. Things feel, uh, you know, warm to you, welcoming, inviting. You feel at peace. There's this this just beautiful uh, atmosphere and ambiance about you and about the room and about your space. It's a difference. So this is what God desires for us. This is what he has done for us, his people. He's called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We're not just talking about natural light when you turn on a light switch, you flip a switch and the light comes on. That's not what we're talking about. Talking about the light of God, his light is different his light doesn't dim you've often heard me say in my videos about how we all represent a candle and sometimes we might be standing next to someone whose candle is not lit your candles up there burning bright and shining you're just doing your thing and the person next to you their candle may not be lit or their candle may have gone out their flame may have gone out so what do we do we can light their candle Using our own light and the light that comes from God. The God in us brings that light to light them. And how do we do that? Encourage, uplift, inspire, love on them, compliment them, lift them up, help them, teach them, all of those things. And you're not losing anything when you you share your light with someone else. A candle doesn't lose any light when it lights another candle. It's still glowing. That candle is still burning and still illuminating the room. All it did was just add— all it did was just add some light, some light to someone else. So that person is now illuminated again. They're back glowing and shining bright again. So I just wanted to encourage you today. We are chosen people. If you are one of God's people, you are royalty. You are a king. You are a queen, princess, prince, whatever you want to call it. It's your child, it's a little prince. This is my little princess, this is my little prince, whatever. But you belong to God and you are royalty. And what do kings and queens get? The royal treatment. So if you find that that you're not being treated like royalty, if you're being treated less than royalty, and I know we've all been there. Somebody's talking to you, um, calling you out your name someone's treating you less than who you are and who God has called you to be, that's not worthy of you, okay? Know who you are and act accordingly. Sometimes, from day to day, you may not behave in a kingly manner or a queenly manner, but guess what? In the kingdom of God, you have not lost your status. He calls you his beloved. He calls you royalty. Somebody else might look at you and say, you know what? And I'm guilty of this myself. If I see somebody acting less than kingly or less than queenly, I'll I'll be like, they ain't no queen, they ain't no king. You know, if somebody's not, you know, acting in a manner that's befitting of that title we like to label label people you know if you're acting nasty today um, somebody may call you out of your name or you might call me out of my name if I did something to rub you the wrong way or whatever I might want to say something sharp-edged to someone else uh, if they do something that's uh, you know not so nice but guess what even if you do something that somebody doesn't like, you never lose your value in God's eyes. See, God knows we all have um, moods. We all have personalities, different temperaments. We got tempers at times. We got emotional stuff going on. People may, may not understand where you're coming from. Uh, they may not get you. Whatever. But God sees you differently. Um, there was an illustration I did in a um, stage production. I think back in, um, oh, I guess probably 2018. Probably the last play I did, I think. And there was a segment within that play where we allowed um, the preacher in the play to do an illustration demonstration to uh, the people he was speaking to to drive the point home about value Uh, these uh, these were uh, some of his members that were talking you know talking about the preacher and they were talking about how he shouldn't be hanging with or associated with certain people you know Why do I see you coming out the liquor store? Why do I see you coming out of a strip joint? Why do I see you on the corner where the drug dealers are? Why do I see you over here? Why do I see you over there? And why are you hanging with these types of people? You know, people you wouldn't normally think a pastor would hang with. Yet Jesus, Jesus hung with people like that. You know, he fellowshiped and dined with tax collectors prostitutes and sinners and outcasts people who cursed a lot and people who were you know seen in a negative light in society you know Jesus fellowship with them and and welcomed them and accepted them and loved them and they began to change when they saw the love that he had for them but let me get back to my point in the illustration or demonstration that uh, the preacher was doing we were basically making a reference to a parable in the Bible called uh, the parable of the lost sheep. And um, this parable was talking about 100 sheep and how one of them gets lost. Somehow he strays from the fold. And, um, you know, the shepherd's instinct is immediately like, you know, if I don't go after this sheep, A wolf can come up and attack him or kill him I cannot let my little lamb be caught out here like that by himself without his shepherd and so you know you might think well what about the the other 99 sheep you know who's gonna protect them but you know the 99 have each other and they're a group of sheep a group of people so to speak And God really was showing that there's value in that one sheep that got lost. It's too much for one person to be lost as far as he's concerned. You know, we're all important. We all have value. Anyway, he was talking about if you had a $100 bill and you broke that $100 up uh, into single dollars, so basically you have $100, $1 bills. He said, if I took one of these bills and I balled it up and I threw it on the ground and I stomped on it and I spit on it and I tore it in half and I threw it in the mud and do all kinds of things to that dollar bill. Guess what? If you pick that dollar bill up and even if you have to tape it back together again does that dollar bill lose its value it might be a dirty filthy torn broken crumpled hurting traumatized depressed jacked up dollar bill but if you go to the store and present that bill to buy something you can still buy something with that dollar bill and so he was showing how one dollar has value if you take that one dollar from the hundred guess what you don't have a, a hole anymore you don't have that hundred. Ninety nine just won't do think about in percentages like if I took a test and I scored 99 I didn't get a hundred you know, I'd be happy. I'd be excited. You know, ninety-nine. That's still an A plus, after all, right? But a hundred, when it comes to human souls and human lives, that's way more important. God puts a lot of value on just one of His people. So I want to encourage you, as well as myself today, to always remember that you have value. You are important. You are significant. You are worthy. Um, Even if it's just you. Even without your crew. With or without your crew. Guess what? You still have value. God will push aside. uh, Not like he's um, devaluing those 99. No, he's, he's not undervaluing them to go after just the one who's lost he's just showing that that one is worthy and that one is loved and that one counts you know i'm even thinking about the black lives matter initiative you know if you're out there protesting you like black lives matter black lives matter Black Lives Matter. And somebody comes up and they're like, you know, all lives matter. You know, white lives matter. Asian lives matter. And that's true. They matter. They're important. But but what, uh, what we're trying to say here as black people is that we're the ones uh, that have been very victimized, uh, discriminated against, mistreated especially in like the, um, the legal system and a lot of the systems of the world black people have been uh, seemingly undervalued and so you know in the case of like uh, police brutality and all the things that we see that we know are not right and, and we know are uh, destructive, demeaning, unfair um, illegal even you know, I mean, a cop can kill a, a black person on video and it's like they don't, they don't even fear the video anymore. That sends a message. Y'all are not valuable as black people. And so that's why we say Black Lives Matter. So if God values one lost sheep out of a hundred, if one of them gets lost or um, out there Uh, with no protection in danger or uh, potential attack uh, from an enemy or a wolf or some other wild animal guess what he's not having it so don't ever feel like God is not on your side because he always is looking out for you and for me his beloved I want to say too that black lives matter I'm a black woman proud black woman I'm proud to be black I'm proud to be a woman and I believe that black is beautiful all skin tones all other races are beautiful too and I identify as one of God's people which I definitely am so that says that I'm a chosen person, a chosen race I'm a royal priesthood, a royal queen, princess, whatever you want to call me, but don't call me less than that. That's what God calls me. I'm a princess, I'm a queen, I'm a beautiful woman. Give us the right names. listen, let me say this too. I've been guilty. If we get mad or somebody pisses us off, guess what we're going to do? Sometimes we may say something that we didn't mean to say or do something that we didn't mean to do. If we don't zip our lip and be like, listen, watch what comes out your mouth. I'm like a kind person generally, but um, you know, somebody keeps uh, nitpicking it picking and pushing and hurting and hitting and slandering and this, that, and the third left and right. You know what? Eventually, I kind of push that little sweet, my general sweet, kind nature aside for a minute. And I don't like it. I hate when something less than kindness and love rears its head. Because I I don't want to be somebody who's not showing love I don't want to be that person I want to be able to love everybody and it's hard because some people will uh, you know irritate you like they're scratching a chalkboard I'm human it's like I was writing my book uh, love check how do you measure up I was saying it I opened up the book that way because I wanted people to realize and understand that I'm not perfect in that I have my moments when I, uh, you know, I might say something that I didn't mean to say. Or I might do something that I didn't mean to do. I mean, I will bite my tongue and I'll bite my tongue and I'll bite my tongue. And turn the other cheek. I'm trying to tell you, I fight hard to, uh, to, to be a person who walks in love. I will shut up. I won't say a word rather than to say something that's going to hurt somebody. I really try hard. Anybody who really knows me knows that that's the way I roll. But I don't like to be taken advantage of. I don't like to be intentionally hurt. I don't like to be lied on. I don't like to be slandered. I don't like to be falsely accused. I don't like when people misunderstand me when my heart is in a good place. And I mean well. And my heart is genuine. And I'm really trying my best to be a loving and kind person. I'm not God. So I have my flaws. But again, listen. If you don't take nothing else away from this message but this. Know that you if you belong to the king of kings and lord of lords if you belong to God you are royalty you are so am I so let's try our best to refer to each other as such and to conduct ourselves as such let's try our best to handle each other as such let's try our best to interact with each other as such please uh, with the misunderstandings don't assume don't judge don't listen to he said and she said rumors and gossip I don't go for that I don't play that he said she said stuff I don't play that at all this stuff ain't cool it's counterproductive to uh, anything you're trying to do anything that I'm trying to do any endeavors that I'm trying to achieve or, or you're trying to achieve Whatever your endeavors are, you are stifling your progress. I'm stifling my progress. If, if say, you you allow your emotions to get the best of you, or, or I do, or um, if we allow opinions to dictate how we feel and how we act and what we say, please don't get caught up into opinions. And I'm talking to myself, too. I mean, we're listening to whatever what everybody else is saying. And that's for real. That's why I read this verse first. Trying to tell you what God said. Listen to what God said. He's your father. He's your creator. He's the one who made you. He calls you king, queen, uh, prince, princess, royalty, chosen, his beloved, his own, all those wonderful things. Remember that. All right hope to talk to you all again soon. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, please hit me up at Melanie D the author at yahoo.com that's melanie D the letter D, the author at yahoo.com or on my website at www.melaniedtheauthor.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful and blessed day.